0: It's, it's the holiday season! Scratch the pussy, come on in. Scratch the pussy. Um, big, big thing I've been thinking about recently is like, you know how like gay men and straight women, like they, they've like joined together. They're very much intertwined within each other's like existence. But you never see straight men hang out with lesbians. Why is that? I feel like if our tribes came together and exchanged information, we would be unstoppable. Because we have a common um, enemy, or uh, I guess a common goal, which is just to get some pussy. You know, do lesbians have more testosterone than straight women? I don't know. You know, I'm. It's kind of. Uh, it's. I don't want to make things up. I don't want to make things up, but it is strange why we don't hang out with, uh, lesbians more. And I don't know if it's because they have vaginas and we have penises and that's like this weird, like, why would a guy hang out with a woman unless he's going to have sex with her? Unless he's gay, which is like, you know, I think I'm, it's like, I'm almost answering my own question, but it's like, would I personally hang out with a lesbian? Uh maybe I don't know I you know I I don't go out of my way but I feel like yeah if our tribes got past our differences and went for the common goal of getting pussy we would be unstoppable but I feel like lesbians are too like dysfunctional in that sense where it's like they take so many toxic masculinity traits and they just kind of manipulate them and that's you know, I'm just I'm just spewing out bullshit right now, but we would be unstoppable. That's all I'm trying to get at here, and you know, I feel like people would agree with me on this, to be honest. Yeah, because like the straight to gay, like straight women, gay men ratio is very like intertwined with the culture. You know, like the gay men tell the straight women about the boys they like, or, oh, you shouldn't date him, he's not like this, or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I think it gets, it's a great trade-off between the two sexes, because you get to hear a man's advice from a gay man who is also extremely horny and most likely a drug addict. But also, I don't see that many... I feel like lesbians are like the cats of the, uh, the sexual realm, you know, because I don't, I don't really see that many straight women even hanging out with lesbians. I think it's because it's all about the pussy, you know, it's like the protection of the pussy, you know, um, cause I hang out with gay men. I feel like straight women don't, I don't see that many straight women hang out with lesbians. Yeah, I feel like if we, I feel like if the straight guys hung out with lesbians, we could like exchange, you know, things about how, you know, we could show them how the thrust with your hips and they could show us where the the clit is, you know, that'd be some very valuable, um, exchanges right there. Make it a little easier. I don't know. It'd be like the right kind of, it'd have to be a sexy lesbian if I were to hang out with a lesbian. You know, I don't really want to hang out with an ugly uh, person at all. You know, it's kind of hard for me to do that. But maybe an ugly lesbian, maybe an ugly lesbian would build some empathy with me to be able to go out in public with an ugly lesbian. I feel like some Lori Lightfoot looking creature would uh, <laughs> would build some empathy. I got some really big news. Uh, some really good friends of mine just came out with a new album uh, it's a music album that came out on all streaming platforms. It's called Dear Friends. The band is called Dear Friends. The album is called Dear Friends. It's fucking great if you like good old tightly written, good tunes, very lovely, um, sexy, nostalgia, almost animoya written tunes. Um, Look up Dear Friends. They're from Grand Rapids. It's Tommy Moldowney and Seth Bowles. Listen to them. Um, I'm listening to them on Spotify, and it sounds great. And my favorite song is probably... I'm not going to say the favorite song because I don't want to fucking... But some favorites of mine, definitely. Meowing at the Moon, Magic Fruit, Supper Time, Going Out, Settle Down, Anything at All, um, Forever and a Day. Meanwhile, Take It Away. Elvis's Revenge. If you need it, I don't know why. Get Back and Rock Island are probably my f- favorite songs on the album. Please give it a listen. It came out on December 15th, 2023. Yeah, give it a listen, dear friends. Um, another big, a lot of big things this month. We got Fish Tank Season 2 out. Fucking wild. If you've never heard of Fish Tank, Go into your URL link and type in tank dot live. Um, I can't believe they they're doing another season so early. Um, for those of you who weren't here when I when it shut the fuck up about fish tank for like a good month, uh, it's back on. It's basically they put a bunch of kids with. Um, You know, kind of mental quirks and disabilities, I guess. None of them have, like, physical disabilities, but a lot of them probably have, like, BPD or, like, ADHD, autism, you know, crazy stuff. Make them live in a house with each other, 24-7 camera footage, live. Um, Everyone's being watched. Brand new house, brand new people, brand new vibe. Um, Seems pretty. It seems all these people look kind of attractive, too, but they all act very, very weird this season. All of them are very hot. I wouldn't say very hot, fuckable and weird, weirder than most. I'm a pretty weird guy, but these people are pretty fucking weird so look it up fishtank.live put that in your url and watch it it's crazy 24 7 baby last last season was great this is season two gonna be even more wild hopefully uh right right around the christmas time too all these kids are going to be stuck inside this random house during christmas so that's going to be a weird watch for me personally but we'll see how it goes and don't worry, folks, there will be a Christmas special podcast coming out. Well, technically, I guess it would be past Christmas time. I don't know if this would be... I mean, technically, this would be the Christmas uh, one that comes out during Christmas. Fuck. Um, that's actually... I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that at all. I don't want this to be the Christmas podcast one. I want next week to be Chris uh, Kringle. And his cronies, because I did not prepare for Christmas. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. We'll make it. We'll make it about Christmas. We'll make it about Christmas, since you know, put you in the Christmas mood. Maybe think about Christmas. You know, I always thought Christmas was funny because you know it's about the birth of Jesus, but it's like a very materialistic holiday. You know, it's not even about Jesus. It's just about you know what can i get from somebody else and not what can i give to this country and uh yeah you know that's kind of a vibe i've never i've i'm a big fan of christmas i uh, you know i like the gifts i like relaxing though i feel like my body goes into uh you can relax mode during christmas time You know, from fucking winter break growing up all the time. Just like nice and relaxing. And then I get PTSD after fucking New Year's. The hype train from Halloween to fucking Veterans Day to Thanksgiving to um, Christmas and then ended off on New Year's going into January and February is like a big fucking terrible come down from that high. You know, there's no really cool holidays that, it, like, kind of thrive. Even, I guess even in March, you know, from January to March, it's just fucking Judge dread. Also, pro tip, just found this out. Fucking roll your joints with two papers. It makes them, like, so much more, um, I don't want to say malleable, as, like, sturdy. You got sturdy joints. You can actually, like, put them out and they won't get all wrinkly and shit. They have more of a... Uh, the body of a cigarette, which is something I really like. And I think this would even go for, like, just normal tobacco, too, just double rolling your joint. I like the the, the feel of the the paper smoke, the taste of the paper smoke. is actually really cool. Also, it's like, uh... It's weird, it's like cigarettes I miss, I do kind of miss smoking cigarettes, you know, the act of smoking cigarettes, but it's like, uh, you know, I just smoke weed now and I kind of replace that. Same with the vaping, the vapes really helped me not miss the cigarettes at all. But I was talking about all this paper just reminds me of all the, like, the fire retardant that's on each cigarette has like a, a fucking like millimeter... Um, separate dash, I guess, throughout the entire cigarette. So there's probably like, I want to say over 15 to 20 of these tiny fire retardant lines that stop the cigarette from burning, which is such a gross fucking thing to have. You're smoking fire retardant and the fucking cigarette... Dude, actually, that fucking fire retardant and your cigarettes... That's wild. You guys ever watch the videos of... Uh, they're on YouTube. It'll be like the thumbnail will show like a really old white guy. And it'll be like a life advice from an old man. And it'll have like a 20 million views. And you open up the video and all the guy is talking about is how he wished he just fucking ate more chocolate and sucked more cock. It was like so many just videos online of like really weird, stupid shit like that, that which I I wouldn't like. It's like you've never met an old man in real life who didn't want to talk about his life to you, you know, and you didn't ask to talk about his life. He just started telling you about his life. Who chooses to listen to old men talk about their lives? You know, it's basically rape. An old man, an old, an old man rape. (laughs) of the ears and mind and your time he's like so, taking your fucking time from you i don't know why anybody would want to watch a fucking 40 minute youtube video about an old man just bitching and moaning about the things he should have done it's not like that would have changed anything you know it's not like i obviously like hearing other people's lives like might influence yours a tiny bit but ultimately it's up to you and you're probably gonna make the same goddamn mistakes that that motherfucker made because you're in a different environment i'm finally watching movies i watched i had like a a little mini movie marathon the other day where i watched like three movies back to back none of them even remotely related uh fucking uh what is it um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, fucking pretty badass. Then I watched Rat Race from 2001. That was fucking goofy and not even really in a funny way, kind of in a dumb fucking early 2000s way. But I was really stoned and it helped me get through it all. Um, And then after that, I went from to Gangs in New York. Um so not, I don't know why I was just kind of flipping through the channels like I haven't watched this I haven't watched this I haven't watched this all different vibes all three i guess no the first two or i guess not the first two but TMNT the Mutant Mayhem movie is honestly like one of the most beautifully animated movies i've seen it's, it kind of has that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse animation style to it which i like really enjoyed um, but this TMNT one it's got like more of a cast that i can vibe with more fun Little dangerous, there's guns involved, there's fucking knives and wizard shit, and not wizard shit, science shit, it's good, check it out, it's not even that long too, Rat Race, I don't know what the fuck they were doing there man, I really do not, I would honestly recommend checking it out if you want that kind of nostalgic feel for that time period of like movies and comedy, but it wasn't like, it wasn't anything fucking special, you know, it was cute. Um, but it it has fucking smash mouth at the end of the goddamn movie. John Cleese is in the movie who's a fucking loser douche. I hate that guy. John Cleese is a fucking bitch and the worst of the Monty Pythons. And fucking uh yeah, Rat Race sucks i um, just going to say that. Gangs of New York, though, really interesting movie. I honestly can't believe I've never watched it. Um, shout out to Seth Bowles of Dear Friends for thinking that was Sasha Baron Conan uh, playing Bill the Butcher instead of Daniel Day-Lewis. Great movie. Leo and Cameron Diaz, I don't know why they chose you to play Irish people, but you pulled it off. And then they had the fucking, uh, you know, Daniel Day Lewis. And there you got John C. Riley. You got the fucking dude who was uh, uh, in Harry Potter for the teacher with the eyeball. And uh, fucking, uh, yeah, great, great cast. Great, great people. Great movie. Martin Scorsese. Watch it if you haven't. Found this new like uh, Christmas song that I've literally never heard before. It's by it's by Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody! Fucking sounds so goddamn badass. It sounds like fucking. I'm sick of hearing. There needs to be like an alternative <coughs> Christmas playlist, you know, out there. There's like a, they've been playing the same 2022 20, tunes. Um. Forever, you know, since the fucking 40s. I feel like the biggest change in Christmas music in general has been since, what, the fucking Mariah Carey shit back in the 90s. But even in, like, the 2000s and the 2010s, there really hasn't been a new banger for the Christmas songs. And I don't think it's because it has enough jazz to them. I don't know. But this Slade shit was pretty fucking badass. Merry Christmas, everybody. Go listen to it. I just... um. You know, it's something about the specific um, things about Christmas, you know, like the Christmas music and the Christmas movies. You know, it's like you can only watch them really that time of year. Really kind of puts you in this weird nostalgic hold. You know, it's like eating pumpkin pie every fucking year. I don't know. I'm making a terrible analogy here, but it's weird. You get you get trapped in these things, these, like, these, uh these you uh, know, Uh, hereditary um, cultural um, belongings. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at here. I do like the people, though, who are taking, like, actual movies that aren't, like, um, inherently, like, Christmas, like, Die Hard, for example. Inherently not really uh, a staple Christmas movie, but it takes place during Christmas. Shit like that. I like those movies, but um christmas vacation probably the best christmas movie of all time honestly the only christmas movie in my eyes um yeah that would honestly and like i honestly love the christmas music i'm not gonna lie i know i was just shitting on it but i fucking love most of it burl ives dude that guy's a fucking boss hog on the radio unstoppable madman beautiful man fucking it, that was back when a fucking musician could look like a fucking fat old toad and still get so much pussy dude there's no way that guy didn't get pussy and then fucking in the 80s is doing iced tea advertisements for arizona or fucking instant made iced tea i don't fucking know but looking up burl ives on youtube 1980s commercials they're actually pretty fucking sick he looks like jolly old santa Dude, honestly, the yeah, the Burl Ives um have a Holly Jolly Christmas. That entire album is just bangers. That dude literally looks like a goddamn cartoon villain. If you literally just look look him up, dude, on YouTube. Not YouTube, um if you just type in Google Images Burl Ives, this fucking dude has like the most cartoony facial hair and big ass cigar and just overweight man singing some of the most um American goddamn cultural tunes of our times. That dude, that album's gonna live throughout history. That shit's gonna be like Bible music. Yeah, it's kinda like do you ever think about like what what's actually gonna last in our time period? You know, what things are gonna go. Um you know, like the shit we're living in right now, all the things we enjoy, what's actually gonna be looked at, you know, like five hundred years from now? You know, because we have so much more information out about ourselves that anybody could just dissect any guy. Dude, there's probably going to be like projects for middle schoolers to like find a fucking dead person's Instagram account from 2014 and like dissect their psychology and year. That's going to be a goddamn project. I can't believe I just... That, that's going to be something, dude. You have to look at somebody's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You know, the more the merrier. And you have to piece together their online persona. And believe that was them as a real person. A plus, Jimmy. They Honestly, I think it would bring like a... I don't know. I feel like if I could see what people from the 1700s, even the 161500s, 1500s were even doing... You know, and acting and how they would, like, flirt and shit like that through, like, you know, their own little online diary. The only people who were writing shit back then were actually, like, somewhat intelligent people, you know? I want to see what the dumb pajama pants wearing people back in the day would be doing, you know, like the people who probably drank mud water and fucking, you know, had a million children who died within the first year of being birthed or like a thousand miscarriages. You know what I mean? It's like uh, the stupid people, the stupid, ugly, disgusting people that nobody knows how they made it, but they made it, you know through willpower I would love to see how they live their lives because we already have those people today who really shouldn't be alive who somehow slither their way through society and they're well documented I would have loved to see some like local brew pub battle brawls you know some fucking, just that dead guy laying in the bar floor for like days because nobody wants to fucking pick his corpse up. I can't imagine all the children who are going to be like looking at their great-grandparents' Instagram accounts and it's like, wow, grandma has a bunch of pictures of just her fucking ass. You know, she's just, <laughs> just a bunch of ass pictures of your fucking grandma. Wow, grandma had a great ass. You know, I wonder what her fucking face looked like back when she was 22. You just have to decipher their personality through emojis. You know, just fucking... It's all like ironic emojis with a fucking... Just a huge donk and booty. God, if I ever have grandchildren, I hope they don't fucking discover this podcast. They're going to make fun of me. So they're going to fucking make fun of me, dude. They're going to bully the shit out of me. Well, do you remember that fucking thing you said back in 2022 or 2023 or 2024? Because you were saying some really stupid shit, Grandpa. And it's like, oh, man, I take it back, guys. I take it back. If I got hit by a fucking car tomorrow... This would be my legacy. It's the fucking, just everything that reminds everyone about me is this fucking podcast. Lord have mercy. This is my my gravestone. Going back to Christmas, I think the best Christmas gift I ever received was um, back in 2021, I had COVID. And I told my cousin about it, and he sent me this um Japanese anime body pillow and all it said on this note was I heard you were lonely <laughs> and the fucking it's honestly I know it's a gag gift but it's been one of the best gifts I've received because I love whipping it out when people are over at my place I'm like hey do you you guys want to see my girlfriend? And they're like why why isn't she out in the living room? I'm like, well I just wanted it to be a surprise and they're like yeah let's see your girlfriend. And I bring out the body pillow, and it fucking just fucking kills every time. People are like, "Ew!" Shout out to Chris McNeil, the holiday savant. Um, and dude, the the funny thing is, it's like my cat's favorite um, resting um, for piece of furniture for my cat. I have it like under my bed, and he just sleeps on top of this fucking strangly Japanese girl anime style it 's just fucking hilarious dude he 's like ripped it up too he 's got it all like i don 't know what he 's doing with it under my bed, but it's kind of it makes me think and wonder actually do you think there's any like uh there's got to be some psycho couple out there who you know got pregnant and they're trying to like do like a reboot of the uh, the birth of Christ. Like they give birth to their baby in a barn and they have like guys come in and give gifts and shit to try to be like, oh, this is the Messiah. I feel like that's definitely happened. Hiromi, what's uh, sorry, dude? I was, I was talking about you. You know, there's got to be some, there's got to be, there's always one of everything out there. And there's definitely, and they probably named the baby something like, uh, you know, Jesus or Jesus or like Mohammed or like Jackson, I think would be. A modern Messiah name. Jackson would be Jackson uh Jackson Christmas. That's his name. Jackson Christmas. Um born in a barn right outside of um what what would be a good place? Um Rosemont, Illinois. A barn right outside of Rosemont, Illinois on a fucking dark and stormy night, this couple. Um Braxton and uh, Makayla gave birth to baby Jackson Christmas in, uh, in a barn with with uh, the three the three oh I don't think they would be wise I think the three wise guys would be the modern term. and uh, it's not Braxton's kid, obviously, but that's a part of the the story that they're trying to reboot on this. Um, Jackson Christmas goes to um, when when Jackson grows up he goes into the dark city city of Chicago and tries to help the sinners uh, that help the fentanyl addicts Jackson gets shot by the police when he is 33 in downtown Chicago at a free Indiana riot protest Indiana has been um, You know, invaded by Taiwan and nobody is doing anything about it. And Jackson is speaking up against the people of the United States to bring help to Indiana um, against the invaders of Taiwan. That sounds like a great reboot of the the story of Christ. Um, Don't know why Taiwan is invading Indiana. Maybe it's a Pearl Harbor situation. I don't know. Merry Christmas, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. I hope you all have an amazing, happy holidays, I should say. There's probably a Jew and a Kwanzaa person listening to this right now. So, have happy holidays, folks. Smoke some weed. Spend time with the fam. If you're by yourself, let me know. I'll send you a Christmas message. Honestly, too, I mean, yeah, Christmas is my favorite holiday. And... Uh, it sucks when it, you're alone, to be honest. I did it once before. It sucks. It's terrible. You feel you made your FOMO. It's not magical at all. So if you're working at a gas station or you have to work at your job on Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas to you. A little early Merry Christmas. You are loved. You are wanted. And, you know, that's all we could ask for is that you're alive and healthy and You're going to power through into 2024. Hopefully 2024, you're not alone for Christmas. But this year, I don't know what happened to you, but you're alone, and that sucks. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast. I love you all. It's going stronger than ever, uh, which was the game plan. That was the plan all along. So be safe out there this holiday season, and I'll be back next week with more than a holiday cheer. So thank you so much, folks. I love you. Have a great rest of your holiday week.